Shalom, everybody. Our topic for today is uh, a tshuva responsum of Rabbi Chaim Grzynski, uh, an achiezer, uh, about setting up an Arab in Paris. Before we begin, I just want to give a yashikoach to our first uh, donor of the Achronim Chabura page. Um, the uh, thank God we're we're on a roll already. So uh, so I I sent out an a uh, a message uh encourage everybody to be part of this um this uh campaign uh i assume because because the vast majority of the people on our on our list are alumni you will be uh you will be possibly solicited from multiple places so don't be uh <laughs> don't be uh um just it'll be just an extra schuss to say thank God I gave it the office already. So um, now um, the the by the way last last time I think we raised the chabura raised a significant amount. That's what they told me. Okay, Tikkun I Paris. Now uh, note it's Ervo Shodesh Elul and look how he writes tough Resh Chet Tzadi. That means it's 1938. Uh, At first, I didn't want to deal with this because of my, my weak health. After you, you, you uh, implored, pressured, I don't know, is, is, a, little, is a little strong, but um, you, you pleaded with me. Uh, I spoke to one of the, one of the Rabbanim in Vilna uh, who's in charge of the Erevin. And, and we see again, he has this very deep connection with the Chazunish. So I what we decide, we're telling you. Now, okay, now, the, the tshuva, as you see, divides up into a number of components. Uh, the first component is a major issue. Uh, We'll deal with that a little more uh, because it's a core issue of, of Erevin in cities. Um, the, the, the background, the concept of an Eruv is as follows. Uh, in general, we have a, a, uh, a prohibition, one of the 39 Malachot of Shabbat, which is, which is Hotza'ah, which is uh, taking something out from one domain to another, that involves picking something up in a Rashuta Yachid in a private domain and transferring and then putting it down at a public domain or vice versa, the opposite, and or picking something up in Rashuta Harabim, picking something up uh, in, a pri- in a public domain, moving it for Amot and then putting it down in a public domain also. Those are three possible ways of transgressing of transgressing the, the uh, work prohibition against uh, what we usually call carrying on Shabbat. Now, the uh, Chazal have a, a, a takana called Erevin, and uh, it usually involves a number of, of, of steps. 
but the the gist of the takana is uh, when when somebody takes from a private to a commute private private domain to a communal public domain uh, that is a situation which looks not so different than taking from a private private domain to a public public domain in other words a private domain is defined as something uh, surrounded by by uh, by four uh, walls that are 10 to fucking high 10 10 handbreadths high 40 inches above or so and it could either be uh, a raised area or a depressed area that's 10 to fucking high and uh, the that could be something like a chatzir, it could be a courtyard, or it could be a house. Uh, now, one of the big issues for us is what's defined as a reshuta rabim, but uh, as, a, as a public domain. But uh, the takana of Eruv is that you can only carry from a private to a communal private domain, reshuta yachid, if you make an Eruv. And the Eruv involves uh, uh, taking uh, some, uh, some sudas and putting it in one of the, one of the uh, places in the, in the Chatzar Bayit complex. Uh, usually take a, bak- a box of matzahs and they say, just like we are together in this particular place, we are together in every other place in this, in this uh, uh, Eruv complex. Now, there's a whole Masechet Erevin, and there's many, many, many topics connected with Erevin. Two of the topics that we'll be dealing with are the definition of a Rashuta Rabim, and and the walls that might uh, impact whether something is a Rashuta Rabim. Now, uh, before we we read the Achiezer himself, Let's have a look at the Shulchan Aruch. The now, by the way, the easiest thing I could do is to dig up a first a or or an edition that was published in the in the Chofetz Chaim's lifetime in Warsaw, Tafresh Nun Chet, uh, which I think is eighteen ninety eight. Ezer Rishut Arabim says the Shulchan Aruch. What is a public domain? Again, to be a public domain, it means that if you carry from a private domain to a public domain or vice versa, you're going to, it's going to be hotza'a though, right? That's going to be biblical level hotza'a. Uh, plus, if you carry four amot within Rishut Rabim, it's also going to be biblical level hotza'a. So, Ezu Rishut Rabim, Rechovotu Shvakim, the uh, streets and, and marketplaces, Harachavim Tetzayin that are 16 amot uh, wide, which roughly eight, eight meters. So it's not, it's not a tremendous amount of, of, of length. Ve'enam mekurim, they're not, uh, they don't have a, a roof over them. Ve'enam choma, they don't have a wall. Okay. Ve'afilu yeshlem choma, but even if they do have a wall, ime mefulashim ishar l'shar, if from one gate to another, again, we're talking about a, a, an area that, that is walled. So let's say it's a walled city. Uh, 
a city with a wall on it. But if the city with the wall center has a, from one gate to another, there's a, a autostrada, there's a, a, there's a one street that is 16 amos wide. It is not uh, covered. Uh, even though it does have a wall, it, as long as as long as its its doors aren't locked at night, have a Rashut that's still is a Rashut So a walled area could a walled in area could theoretically be a Rashut Um Now, the very, very crucial Vieshomrim. And there are those that say. That any place where 600,000 people aren't passing through every day is not a Rashut Rabim. Whoa, that second opinion, which the Baragola tells us is Rashi, and it seems to be the Rush's opinion, the Smag, Sefer Mitzvot Godol, the Smag, Sefer Mitzvot Katan, Sefer Atruma, Rokeach, it sounds a little bit like Tosos in the first barrack of Shabbos. Um, seems to hold that part of the definition of a Rashut Rabim is that there's 600,000 people there. Now, the Shulchan Aruch, the way he formulates it, is there's 600 people passing there every day, which limits it even more uh, to very few places. However, it should be known, uh, number one, when the Shulchan Aruch presents uh, a an approach stam meaning he he presents unqualified originally the definition of a rashut arabim that doesn't have a population uh, uh, limit uh, that it, it that it has to be six hundred thousand people but it 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 has to be public okay it has to be a a, a public thoroughfare it has to be a public marketplace but it doesn't have to be with six hundred thousand people. Um, but the Yesh, and then the Yesh Omrim, there is an approach that says this. It sounds like the Shulchan Aruch is paskening, is ruling like the first approach, because that's the general way we, we, we look at paskening from the Shulchan Aruch. Stam v'yesh Omrim, halacha ke stam. When something is presented in an unqualified way, and then the Shulchan Aruch presents a second opinion with v'yesh Omrim, so, so it is, uh, the halacha is like the first approach. Uh, that being said, just just a little background. Uh, right away, the 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 Be'er Alacha brings the approach of the of the uh, first approach, uh, the 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 reasoning behind the first approach, and the reasoning behind the second approach is that our model for a Rishut, our paradigm of a Rishut Rabim of a public thoroughfare of a public domain is is what what is referred to as Digle Midbar, the places in the desert where literally the places of the flags, meaning the public areas within the 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 Midbar. So it was not there was not a roof over the head. It was 16 amas wide. The Gemara proves that that in order for the Levim to be able to uh, to um, uh, do the malacha of Hotza, the malacha of carrying with regards to carrying the beams. So you had to be able to put, uh, 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 you needed a space for, for two wagons plus more. And, and the Gemara makes a calculation uh, in, 
in uh, in Shabbos that you need uh, 16 amas. Okay, um, so that's where that 16 ama comes from. Uh, it wasn't walled in like in the desert. And it also wasn't uh, with a roof over it like in the desert. But says Rashi and these other Rishonim, but there were 600,000 people there. Now, uh, the Shulchan Aruch brings that approach of 600,000 people uh, going through there every day. Uh, and the Mishnah Brewer right away says, I did not find that qualification, only that there should be 600,000 people. Okay, but still we are, we are severely limiting uh, the definition of Rashut Rabin when you include 600,000 people. That means that many, uh, that uh, the Takon the of, of, of Erevin uh, uh, could apply to many, many locations because if it doesn't have 600,000, it's not similar on a Doraisa level to the Tigle Midbar to the Rishuta Rabim. That is the paradigm of all the Rishute, Rishuta Rishuyota Rabim. Now, that's background. Now, back into our, our, our Chuva of the Achiezer. Well, Paris is not going to be tough on this topic because there are, uh, it, 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 it certainly seems that Paris is a complete public domain on a biblical level for there are 600,000 people that are bokim. Now, the word bokim is used, uh, it literally means breaking through. It's because, it, it, because one of the Gemaras that's very relevant for, for discussing that discusses whether when uh, the public uh, traffic breaks through an area that might have, that you might've wanted to make some kind of an Erevan. So uh, it uses that expression that they're, they're, they're breaking through there. But, but this, it just means there's 600,000 people there. Even though um, every street doesn't have 600,000 people. It's not that there's Every single street, there's 600,000 people. Mikomakom, nevertheless, Mikri Rashuta Rabim. It's still called the Rashuta Rabim. What does this mean? Even Yerushalayim and Mechuza didn't have 600,000 people in every street. Now, the reason for, the, for mentioning this is because the Gemara mentions Yerushalayim as a possible uh, place that could be a Rashuta Rabim. Let's just have a look at that, the, the, where, where Yerushalayim comes up in the, uh, in the sources. Oh, sorry. Let me, I think I could do it simpler, more simply. Yeah, do you see now uh, a Mishnah, Rabbi Yudomer, and then Gemara, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Deomri Tarvayu. Let's just make sure you see that. You should see that now. So the beginning of the Gemara, yeah, good. Uh, so the beginning of the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Deomri Tarvayu, 
כאן הודיע כוחן של מחיצוס, כאן הוספירו לי, ואומר רבי ברכנו, אומר רבי יוגנן, here we are. ירושלים, says רבי יוגנן, אלמלא דל סוסר ננעלוס בלילה, חייבין עליה משום רשות הרבים. If Yerushalayim's doors were not uh, locked at night, you would be chayav in Yerushalayim as a Rishut Arabi. Meaning, Yerushalayim as a city is a place which theoretically could have been a Rishut Arabi, if not for this other condition of, of its doors being, being locked at night. But if that was not the case, meaning if the doors were not locked at night, and then it was, it was public to the world, so to speak, well, then it would be uh, a, a public thoroughfare, a public, a public domain. Shalim would have a public domain, but, but what every, but it's, Yerushalayim had a population of 600,000 at least, but it did not have, as far as we know, that's what he's saying. It did not have, as far as we know, um, uh, 600,000 people on every street. So that's, that's what the, um, the Achiezer points out, that don't think that that knocks out from making Paris a Rishut HaRabi. There is an opinion of the Orzeru, and it's connected with the Sugya and Erevin Chafbet, that that even if you do have six hundred thousand people, it's still uh, on a it still knocks down to a Rishut Ayachid if there are two Mechitzot. The reason why it's talking about that is because because the Gemara speaks about a situation where there's a uh, house on one side of Rashut Rabim, a house on another side of Rashut Rabim, and then you want to set up a little area where you can carry from one house to another house across Rashut Rabim, and uh, the Gemara discusses what happens if if the uh, if the public thoroughfare does go through there. So it's a machloket tanaim, and the the Orzarua seems to be following one direction. Uh, um, uh, the, there's a machloket in the Mishnah about, about a similar topic. And we follow the approach of the Rabbana, not the approach of, of, of Rabbi Yehuda, that the public domain cannot be uh, a location where Erev is going to be done because uh, when there's only two mechitzot, when there's only two walls, let's say there's there's uh, houses on both sides of the public domain, um, even if you're talking about a place which has 600,000 people, the, the public that is walking through that area, that, that has access to that area, uh, uh, makes a whatever walls you might have theoretically set up in that uh, in that Rishut Arabim, they 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 makes them in invalid walls. So Shuv Ra'iti B'Shaylos Tshuvas Beis Efraim Chelak Orachayim Simen Chavav Shetamalze and Et Chataim Maskira Ayom. I got sticker shock. I looked at that Tshuva. It's twenty pages of of small Rashi print. So I did not do the tuva inside, but Visham Khashivle Paris Rashuta Rabbi Minatora. 
uh, in that shuva, the base of Ephraim of Ephraim Margolius. Uh, so um, if I'm not mistaken, he's the author of the Sharet Shuva on the Shulchan Aruch. Uh, so he considers Paris a Rashuta Rabbim in Torah. So in terms of population, Paris is a Rashuta Rabbim when it comes to population. However, Ulam, Malat Kvotorato Katav de Paris Yeshnan Shalosh Mechitzot Minatora Bechol Gimuruchot. Paris, though, has three uh, walls, three Mechitzot, three, uh, three uh, uh, fencing in uh, uh, agents. I don't know, I'm making up these words. Bechol Gimuruchot on three sides. And even on the fourth side, a third of it is, is, is closed in. The reason why he's mentioning three is it because, because uh, uh, something that is fenced in on three sides uh, can be considered a reshuta yachid, uh, like a, uh, and then like a mabui. A, there's a certain uh, area in the, let's say you have a subdivision so you have a private domain, you have a chatzir, a courtyard, but then you have a mabui, which is an area that opens up to a number of courtyards. So there, even though there's three different, three walls, and then the last wall, you either put a, you, there's the takana de rabbonan to put a beam across the front or to set up what is called a lechi. So, so uh, with, with Paris has three walls and even a fourth, even a third of a fourth wall. Uh, so then, according to that, Ainleir Paris Din Rishuta Rabbi Minatar Lekuliyama. Then it doesn't have the the status of a Rishuta Rabbim because we said a Rishuta Rabbim can't be walled in. Ve'agam she'esham harbei pratzot al yedei agsharim ha'ovrim etanar. I there are a lot of of breaches through the uh, uh, through the bridges. That go over the river. They won't uh, make it forbidden, meaning won't determine it to be a Rishuta Arabim Minatora, because the part of the walls that are that are standing is more than the part that is broken. Each breach in the walls uh, is. Is uh, is rabbinically a problem if it's more than ten amot. So then you are able to fix all those breaches by what we call a tzurat petach, which is two poles and and the famous strings on the top. So uh, Paris is knocked down from being a reshuta rabim because of the of the uh, of the walls that surround it. Now, just I want to show you uh, what I was happy to find. I always like to uh, to find nice graphics, and I found uh, a map of Paris. And then, let me share that. Now you see, here's the Seine River. I don't know if I pronounced that properly. 
And I assume there are bridges at some points that are going over it. And apparently there's this wall. You see the ramparts surrounding Paris. And um, I forgot the year. I originally remembered what year this was, but I wanted to get it to be uh, relatively recent, but not too recent. So it could be close to the age of, of, uh, of, of, of Chaim Moser's time. So you see this, what I believe is the wall of Paris. Um, so I believe that's, uh, that's what he's referring to. That's where I'm, uh, what I'm tracing over here. But then there's, there's the, you know, the breaks where the, where the river goes through Paris. Okay. Um, now, uh, in other area that we have to deal with is what exactly are uh, uh, the walls of the river? Uh, and, and here we'll go through less in depth, but more Bikiyas. We have to look into this. The walls of the river, well, those are natural walls. It's really not Ilema, but the next one, the one immediately after it. There's, a, there's two Tosfos, Ilema and Dilma. So it's really the second half of the Tosfos, where here he says, um, that a mechitza that is made, uh, that is not made by humans, is not such a mechitza. And that's the kind of a mechitza that, again, mechitza meaning a partition, that, uh, that could, through the, the public walking through it, and knock it down. So Tosus uh, uh, says, again, uses this language, which is a little bit uh, uh, kind of neither here nor there, the language of it's not such a reshut, it's not such a mechitza. Now, if you want to say that Tosus' qualification is only rabbinic level qualification, still, you have a rabbinic issue to deal with. Then you're going to have to fix up all the, all the uh, streets with it. Wait a second. Underneath that, there is a, a another wall, which uh, apparently is man-made, and it goes through the whole the the whole area uh, bordering on the river. That's not enough. The mechitzot anar matirot 
the only reason why the the walls, the partitions of of the river, again the the if you can imagine an outside wall that is that is uh, the the place of the river, still it only works through a partition mechanism called gudasik, which means a a wall. Uh, uh, goes upwards, asik elevates. Uh, this is one of the things. These are there. There's there's a number of of uh, principles of how partitions or walls work, and one of them is called good asik, like in sukkah good, and uh, we only say we only apply that principle. We only do that. We only apply that when the wall is recognizable. When it's not recognizable, it's just somewhere down there. Uh, they they made some artificial wall down there, um, and it's not recognizable. We don't say that we see the walls as as halachically. Uh, um, uh, Virtual walls. Like you said yourself, he writes to the person he's writing with, which I don't know who it is. And the walls under the bridges, that's enough. I am not familiar with that and I didn't check it out. My apologies. Okay, that's the sense. I wasn't sure. Ulam. We can rely on the, the Ramban and the Ritva on this issue. A place that people in general surround uh, is considered Nikar recognizable, even if it is uh, not man-made, they're heaven-made, so to speak. Again, that's that's relying on the Ramban and Ritva, apparently against this Tosfos. Have a look at the Chazonish and Erevin. Once again, many times quoting the Chazonish. Okay, I'm leaving that section out. That's the section that I'm I'm putting a black box around. Now, uh, not only that, there's another side to, 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 to be lenient. Because it is common in big cities to elevate uh, the area surrounding the river. They use landfill, a lot of, they pour a lot of dirt, literally on the edge of the river, so the river will never overflow into the city. And certainly in Paris, where they, there's a lot of uh, river traffic with boats and, uh, and boats and boats, two different kinds of boats. They have to really dig, dig in order to make sure that everything is well. Everything works. So certainly that negates the natural 
mechitzas. And the human-made mechitzas are definitely done. In other words, uh, since we're talking about a big city, it is very common in big cities to, to make, uh, to extend the height of the banks of the river so that the river will never overflow. Uh, even when there's uh, when the spring uh, uh, when the when the snows are melting in the spring etc cetera, etc cetera, or there's storms or what have you, Rakshayesh um, Levarari says you have to check it out. See if that's the case around the whole city. Meaning there's more research you have to do about the walls around the river. And you see if you go to back to the if you go back to the picture. In a moment. Oh, this was, uh, sorry, I closed it, my mistake. There we are. So if we go back to the picture, there's a large area here where the border is on, where the hand is going here, where the border is the river, right? So, so uh, there's these two halves of Paris. Um, so all this area requires walls on the same river, however it is, however it is, it is pronounced. Um, so as you said, you have to check out that in fact uh, the the elevated area there is is high enough to be considered uh, a wall. Now, finally. Uh, Okay, practically, what should be done? To uh, set up a tzurata petach to fix, so to speak, the area of the of the of the bridges. If you see that the telegraph lines are are made uh, in a way that will be a halachically valid tzurata petach. Like you said, they're not on the side of the pole, but they're on top of the pole. You, certainly you'll sit down with the Gaonim, with the Rabbanim in your city. And we agree with them. So that's the story of the, of the Paris Eruv, that even though Paris, when it comes to population, would be a bona fide Rishut Rabim because there's 600,000 people there. And even though they're not 6,000 people, 600,000 people walking the streets every day, um, uh, still you are, you, you don't need that because we know that the model of Yerushalayim, and there's apparently another sugya where Bechuzas is a, considered a city where an Arab could be made. So, uh, which could be considered Rishute Rabim, excuse me. Uh, so in terms of population, it's definitely Rishute Rabim. The only problem is uh, it's it's walled in. And that was one of the conditions that we read in the Shulchan Aruch uh, that 
in order to be defined as a as a Rishuta Rabim, it has to be Ein Lahem Chomad has to not have a wall, and Paris has a wall. Since Paris has a wall, now you can already talk about about making an eruv. Okay, so that's the that's the uh, that's the story of the Paris eruv, and uh, and it is it is uh, certainly enriching to think about some of the things that go on in in uh, in eruv in 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 modern cities and towns. Um, number one. The two approaches in the Shulchan Aruch about whether 600,000 people modeled after Digle Midbar, modeled after the, the, the Israelite camp in the desert, uh, which not only was 16 amas wide, like the Gemara shows, and not covered and doesn't have a wall, but uh, it had 600,000 people. So some, some hold that that's a necessary uh, condition for being defined as a as a Rashuta Rabim, that would make the that would be a significant leniency and make uh, the ability to make for the ability of Arab in, in in many, many, many places. And that's certainly what is used in many, many places. Okay, we'll end here. Uh, just a uh, uh, a note, either next week or the following week, one of those two weeks, we will be uh, we will be having a break having that and I'll let you know whether we'll be having a Chabura next week and not the following week or vice versa. And uh, once again, I encourage everybody to uh, go to the link in the email that I sent you uh, to, uh, uh, to donate on the Achronim uh, Chabura uh, page. It's, it's a, certainly a worthy cause and, uh, and it'll be for the, uh, the, the, the matching side of it. You, you donate every day of the year except for Shabbos's, but, uh, but the matching part is, uh, is especially from now until uh, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, 